Party people, it is February 13th, 2023. Man, that sounds so futuristic. I just watched uh, Barbed Wire again after watching the Pamela Anderson documentary, uh, which I highly recommend. I, Pamela Anderson genuinely seems like a very like sweet person, and it's unfortunate that like throughout her life, people didn't necessarily take her seriously. I don't know. Side note. But watch Barbed Wire, and it takes place in the the future of 2017, actually. And uh, I don't know. Check it out. It's the movie. I, I remembered it being, like, fun and cool. But I went back and watched it. And actually, like, ah, man, it's, it's a bummer that that movie's not that great. Because it, I don't know, Pamela Anderson looks really cool. And I don't think she was necessarily bad at acting. I just think the script is horrible. Horrible. Like they're trying to tell some really dumb story that is just not interesting. Uh, but anyways, uh, today we are going to talk about geopolitics uh, and a bunch of shit that's going on in America. Um, I don't know. It feels like a lot is going on right now, which I don't know. I mean, there's always a lot going on, I suppose. But sometimes it feels like there's more going on than at other times, if that makes any sense. So I'll consider this episode a... been a real hot minute since we've done a for fuck's sake america episode and for fuck's sake america like (laughs) ah boy uh i mean u.s china relations are are really heated right now uh we got the the war in ukraine which is kind of now like a proxy war with the u.s like funneling money and uh, the uh, weapons and the you know the the whole fucking military industrial complex is just being fed by this war in Ukraine man it's it's insane how 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 incentivized war is in the modern era and I don't know at first I, I kind of just want to talk about like government in general and sort of just nation states like the nations their countries they, they've sort of become these like egregoric entities that like you know when they say like oh there's tensions between America and China you know like I have no, I got no issue with uh, the Chinese people or anything, you know, it's like, I mean, I like, I definitely don't agree with their system of governance. Um, but, you know, it's like, these, this small group of people that represent these countries that are backed by these like enormously vast resources, can like play these war games that like ordinary people have no say in, like, I like, even if there's like there's no there's no public vote to, to like to go to war, it's just it's just up to the the government, and they can decide. Oh yeah, no, we're we're gonna go to war. We're gonna do. It's like governments are the only ones that can like legally kill people, you know, at their own discretion. You know, it, it's really fucking insane that like the average human being on Earth really has no say in these giant war games that affect everybody. You know, like I, this. It's starting to feel like, 
it just feels concerning because, you know, we're in this modern age where we have so much information and we can see what's happening in other countries and around the world. And somehow we're still playing these games of the past. I mean, like back in like the 40s and like World War One era and shit, like countries were just bombing the fuck out of all kinds of countries, just like civilian area. It didn't matter, man. It was like crazy town. And there are still lots of conflicts raging that we don't really get exposed to, which which should, I, I don't know, I mean, like, of course, I'm an advocate for peace, and I really hope that we can figure this out. But, like, there, to be, I, I just, it's just something feels so terribly wrong that, like, these entities can have this power and also like militaries are the greatest polluters on the planet and and we're fun like so like god congress passed a budget of like 800 and some billion dollars that's almost like one trillion dollars for a military budget and any invention that we have that we use the internet like all this it's like it all started out as military inventions first. It's like somehow, for some fucking reason, the only way that we can seem to make progress is to allow these, like, the military and, like, these infinite resources that these organizations have to fucking fund their endeavors that we actually don't, we don't even know what they're up to, man. Like, that's that's scary, too. Like, it's it's so, the whole fucking thing just doesn't sit right with me. And I don't know what we can do about it. I mean, I like... I feel like at some point we might have to like get more vocal and maybe take to the streets and like peaceful protests, like really like anti-war, man. Like we, some somebody's got to speak up for peace. We really, I, I really hate to see the world slipping back into like on the precipice of these like war games that so many rich and powerful people have incent like incentive to cause war because it's profitable. And if you look at what's going on with the um, U.S. and China, the, the the tensions are coming because, well, for one, let's be honest, like the Chinese, it, from all accounts, it's it's very it's concerning their culture. You know, like if you want to know like mass dystopian like cyber dystopia, that's basically China with their credit score and how everything is monitored and like really suppressed, like. That's like that's just out in the open in China, and then I feel like that same shit's kind of going on here uh, in the U.S., but it's way more covert because they just like subtly manipulate the social media platforms, like by ranking and deranking. Like it just came out the whole Hunter Biden laptop story. Like that sounded like a bunch of bullshit, like right wing stuff to complain about, like oh her emails, you know. But actually, there's actually like a legitimacy and something that should concern people of all political backgrounds about that story because yes actually twitter did they were in cahoots with the fbi and this is all coming out right now and they actually did suppress that story even though it was true and they suppressed it right around the time of the presidential election that could have had a real big impact so that's a direct example of a social media company being the arbiter of what is true and false and and manipulating how people can access that information. And that's what's happening on a mass scale with all of these platforms. Uh, they're, they're, it's so funny because there's like they try to present themselves as these objective public squares so then they can't be sued for things that are on their platform and all this stuff, but they're not objective at all. They, there's actually teams of people that decide like what you see and what you don't see, you know? And, and that 
it, people kind of, I don't think people grasp the severity of that issue because when you can manipulate or you, you control what people see, you control reality. You know, like we've way outgrown the fact of the internet just being a novelty. The internet is a integral part of everyday life. And if people are controlling what you can access through that, then they're controlling reality. You know, it's, it's really something to think about. And it's like, I mean, I'm still experiencing uh, censorship on like, I can't even post pictures that, like uh, photo shoots uh, from anything. And I'll put like the eggplant emoji over my crotch. So it's like not lewd or anything. And it's like, it still gets taken down. And it says it's getting taken down for like, all this list of things like uh, explicit genitalia, all this stuff, but it's like, it doesn't actually break any of those terms of service, but they still take the shit down. And then I'm sure that it puts some kind of like de-ranking, like you call it a shadow ban or whatever, but really it's just a de-ranking. They, they stop showing my stuff to people. And that has real effects on me. And it has like real effects on culture too, because if you can't, exp if we can't express ourselves to each other, then representation and being seen like it's really important to be able to see people expressing themselves and the only the major way we connect these days is is controlling that so that's just a little side note or something to think about but back to uh the u.s and china the reason why that their tensions are uh bubbling up there is because of taiwan and the, there's a big history of you know um Taiwan and how it came to be and how it was like an offshoot of China and how China insists that Taiwan is part of China and they're like obsessed with the reunification of Taiwan and like and we've had this like long-standing like the one China policy where the United States basically said uh yeah we agree that Taiwan is a part of China but also they Taiwan's sort of its own thing but the United States they called it strategic ambiguity as they could never officially support Taiwan uh, and its independence because they had to acknowledge it as like part of China. But that's starting to wear really thin because you got fucking Nancy Pelosi flying over there being like, the Chinese can't tell me what to do. And they're just taking it. It was so gross to watch, man. It was like this like old lady who's just like so out of touch and like, ah, uh, you know, like she was like showing off her fucking ice cream refrigerator during the pandemic and shit. And now she's just going to fly to Taiwan just because she can. And then it's like throw their weight around and saber rattle. And, and be, you know, it's just, there's clearly like the U S is like provoking tensions, man. And it's like, it's so fucking stupid. Like all of it. It's so fucking stupid, man. Like, so now there's more to this story is like, why is Taiwan important? Well, the semiconductors. So if you know the history of this, so basically any piece of technology has a semiconductor in it and they're only getting more and more advanced, but also to make these semiconductors, it's basically etching little nodes onto tinier and tinier pieces of metal, which is silicon. And they're the only way to do that, like they're smaller than a specks of dust. Like they, they've actually like the, some of the new chips now are smaller than strands of DNA. How crazy is that? So even like a single speck of dust can fuck these whole things up. So they need these uh, plants that are very, uh, they're like factories for semiconductor chips, but they're manufactured with specifications to be, um, to create these chips. So it's it's a real big pain in the ass and it's it's really difficult to have these facilities and run them. So uh, long story short, Taiwan, 
uh, rather than compete with the United States, said that they'll just produce the chips uh, if if people in Silicon Valley in the United States they send them, you know, the the specs and all that stuff. So. Taiwan is a major producer of microchips, and now that we enter the future, these microchips are really important. So now I think that's the basis, the really underlying basis of like why Taiwan is now like in the middle of like creating these tensions between the U.S. and China. Um, and it's just, it's it's a real fucking bummer, man, because then you got things like climate change, like the. The, the actual destruction of the planet is happening in real time. And there's no way that we're going to be able to get on the same page and create a global system, a global coherent system that is like biosphere consciousness. Like we all have to recognize that we're all part, we're all human beings first and foremost on the same planet. So we need we need to be looking at ways to connect, not to compete. You got Joe Biden in his State of the Union dress saying like competing with China is the only way to keep peace with China, and and you know, and it's just like what the fuck, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, like competition, like we don't need to compete. How about like we collaborate, you know? And and I I realize these, it's it's really geopolitics is very intense and multi layered and multifaceted, but you know what what's the alternative you know like like we got to figure this out and it just sucks because i don't have faith in the people that the elected people because to to figure these things out man i don't know like i i, I don't have an answer i i'm just sort of ranting and rambling about i say and i'm and again i'm not this like anti-government like i'm not like i'm not saying just take down the government or anything like that like that's not that's not what i'm that's not what i'm saying I just look at like how do we do things better and that work for all because there are ways you know but I think we're a, a lot of us are stuck in well for one thing our government is made up of really old people and, and I love old people but I don't think old people should be making cutting edge decisions that affect like future generations you know I think we I think we need to like get some younger people in there with like fresh ideas and and really. Uh, make things better because like our systems like are, just like the people running them are a little outdated you know and then, then like older generations are cut up, caught up on weird shit that like us newer generations are like not we don't even care about you know so it's I, I don't know um but so yeah so that's just one thing the u.s and china now there's this other thing where uh well, yeah, the Chinese spy balloon apparently was like floating over America for a while and then they, they shot it down and that's still a story. But then in the like these last few days, they've been shooting down all kinds of unidentified. They, they're literally calling them UFOs. That's how they're like referring to them. And so one explanation is now that that China, the Chinese balloon uh, has got them on heightened alert. So maybe they're just it seems like they're shooting down more stuff now because they're paying more attention. I don't know, but also a lot of people are saying it's a distraction because uh, the the Nord Stream pipeline, uh, if you've heard about that, it's a pipeline that pumps gas from Russia to Europe. There were mysterious explosions a while back uh, that like totally busted it open and it was spilling insane amounts of gas out into the the, the atmosphere. 
Uh, and the, nobody knows who did it, but it's obviously a deliberate act of sabotage. But now we have like a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. I forget his name. He's coming out and saying that it was definitely the U.S. And it was like the U.S. Navy. They planted the bombs a while ago on a, on a Navy that was supposed to be like a Navy training exercise. But, and then they detonate him later. I don't know. I don't know if that's like 100% accurate. I'm just telling you that's what the, is happening now. So that's what's the accusation that's going. And if that's true, man... That's insane. That's just, it's just insane, man. Like, that's the United States destroying a piece of, like, civilian infrastructure that, like, helps power people. And they, they like, they've straight, like, Joe Biden straight up said, like, they'd put an end to the Nord Stream pipeline if Russia invaded Ukraine. So it's like, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like, oh, I, I think maybe it was the U.S. Like, I don't know. But still, it's like, that's like an equal, like the damage that's doing to the environment, the damage that's doing to people. That's like a very like combative thing, you know. It's just like, ah, all this stuff is like escalating. How how do we how do we de-escalate? What do we, what can we do to like galvanize a movement together with people that like we can cool all this off, you know, and 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 get back to harmony and progress and like recognizing our shared humanity, you know. That's yeah, so some people are saying that the the UFO story now is just to distract because that's soaked up the news cycle, to distract from the accusations about the Nord Stream pipeline. Also, there was a train that derailed in Ohio, not to, like last week or something, and it caught on fire and it was full of this like super toxic chemicals that are like, they're saying it's like worse than or as bad as Chernobyl. Uh, and if you've seen the fucking black smoke pouring out of these fucking train cars and creating these giant dark uh, clouds that are just, it, it, I guess you can like see it from space too. It's fucking, it's scary. It's concerning. And like they're saying that the acid rain is going to like wreck the ecology of the, the farmland. And, you know, it's just, there's a bunch of animals dead. They had to evacuate the town. It's, it's pretty crazy. And then apparently like no mainstream news really is like covering it and they're like arresting journalists there that are covering it like i don't know man it's just these are all things i just heard are like seems like some of them are legit i'm just i'm just relaying to you what i've been picking up lately and that's why it feels like a lot of stuff's going on and uh i don't know i just really hope um that we can turn this around you know like i i don't know i still believe in humanity um but man i don't know y'all like what do y'all think <laughs> what well, how do we how do we solve the human problem and come together as one human family again for a progressive future one of collaboration and imagination and seeing how far we can take humanity together and not not divide it not i, I not not this like this war these war games this competition this is we've got to move on to something better y'all like we really just have to remember that we're all people sharing this like beautiful planet that is it's a really it's a really a wonderful gift existence is a beautiful gift this planet is a beautiful gift it, each other us humans have each other that's a beautiful gift you know and i just really hope people can start to see that and come together so, well, that's my uh, for fuck's sake America rant for today. Uh, if you enjoy the show 
and you would like to help support it while getting access to a whole bunch of other content that I don't post anywhere else, you can join our Patreon, patreon.com slash rancig, R-A-N-C-I-G. I just posted a how-to tutorial video on how to do a silicone pour mold. I molded the Dick Pixie, which are still available for sale, by the way. Um, and I show you how to mold it, and so you can cast your own resin figures. So that's just one of the many tutorials that I have on there. And I'm also gonna be trying to do a lot more uh, tutorials and stuff. And we also got like fun, sexy, weird photo shoots. And I do all kinds of weird, sexy, crazy art that I can't post anywhere else, and I don't post anywhere else. So patreon.com slash rancig. All right, y'all, well, uh, whatever platform you're listening to this to, if you could comment, like, all that stuff, just so I can, it helps the podcast get seen and heard, I really appreciate you. Um, so, and if you want to, uh, check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash rancig, R-A-N-C-I-G. I got a lot of like videos I worked really hard on there and I uh, definitely appreciate it if you check that out. So, all right, y'all until next time, I'll catch you next Monday.